Brothers, as you're sitting down, I'm going to ask Scott Reiber, he's pastor of our church in Vicksburg, Mississippi, has a church planter announcement. Let me encourage you to give careful attention to Scott as he puts this opportunity in front of you. Thank you very much. Uh, Scott Reiber, Westminster Christian Church in Vicksburg. Some of you may know, uh, since uh, related pleasantries in Louisiana, Mississippi Valley Presbytery, Presbyterian Valley, goes all the way to Ruston, Louisiana. And I serve on the Mission of North America Committee, and we are desiring to plant a church in Sterlington, which is a northern suburb of Monroe, Louisiana. And uh, that advertisement for that church planter is on the PCA uh, Administrative Committee website and list of churches, and you can find that there. And uh, I certainly want to make that known in this group so that if any of you here are having some thought about the Lord's guidance and direction, uh, I would dearly be praying for such a man to be there in that uh, church and in that work. Uh, Louisiana is, uh, has a tremendous influence in Roman Catholicism from uh, New Orleans, and we are in uh, great need of the gospel of Jesus Contact me, contact our stated clerk, who is Roger Collins, who is sitting right here. And uh, um, love you Scott, just one word of clarification. Do you have a uh, do you have a working core group there already? No, sir. So this is a parachute drop plant. There is a uh, there is a ruling elder from our Ruston church who lives right in the middle of the target area. And uh, at this time, the, the uh, M&A committee was desirous of the church planter to be involved in forming the character of that religion group. Thank you. I want to put two men before you, before our friend Dr. Guy Richard comes this afternoon, men whose ministries you need to know about. I'm going to ask Rick Franks if he would come stand before you. Rick is in Wichita, Kansas. Rick, come and talk to us about the church plant that you're involved in there. Okay, thank you. Well, I'm associate pastor of a PCA church in Wichita, Kansas, and been there for about 11 years. I live most of my adult life, though, in the southeast where the PCA is, is strong. And then the Lord took us to Kansas, uh, where the PCA is not so strong. As a matter of fact, when I tell people I'm reformed, they're like, so what prison have you just gotten out of? It's really, so, you know, it's, it's really not. So the, the things like the doctrines of grace and things like that are, are not so well known. But I will say this, the, the Lord is working in Kansas, and it's exciting. Being associate pastor of Heartland, uh, when I first went there, I would get numerous phone calls over a period of time. Probably got a half a dozen of these phone calls where people would call uh, probably an hour to four hours away from Wichita and say, uh, you know, I've been listening to R.C. Sproul. And he's been talking about these doctrines of grace. Have you guys ever thought about planting a church out where I live? And, uh, and like I said, I would get those calls all the time and I'd have to say, no, I'm, I'm sorry, we're, we're not thinking about that. And some of those people 
I actually drove to our church an hour or more away. One of those was Adam Parker, who's now a, a pastor here in, in Mississippi. Uh, but anyway, it's, you know, through that, the Lord really laid on my heart the need for Presbyterian and Reformed churches in Kansas. And just to give you a perspective, uh, Mississippi and Kansas has very similar demographics, you know, as far as population-wise. In Mississippi, as I understand you guys, the PCA has about 120 PCA churches. In Kansas, we have eight total across the whole state. And so anyway, the Lord really laid that on my heart. But I wasn't a church planner. I was 55 years old. Um, I'm not really super outgoing. And I just didn't feel like I I fit the bill. But uh, evidently, the Lord didn't think that. Because about a year and a half ago, uh, I had the opportunity while remaining as associate pastor of Heartland Community Church to then plant a Bible study in the nearby county. And uh, that Bible study has grown. And uh, we praise the Lord for that. It's uh, the Lord's brought together a very diverse group of people uh, of all different ages, all different church backgrounds. We probably are getting a lot of what I call under church people, people maybe that grew up in um, you know, charismatic churches or seeker churches. And, you know, so the things of scripture oftentimes sort of uh, elude them. They're just not familiar with those things. But now we have 35 to 40 in worship, uh, 20 to 30 in weekly Bible study and prayer. Uh, we have in our outreach events and other things, we, we have 20 to 40 people, men's groups, women's groups, things like that. So anyway, it's really exciting. But because that has grown so much, uh, my session at Heartland Community Church and I, we have been talking over this last year and a half and just said, we got to make sure that uh, this works out well for the church plant, but also for the church I work with as well. And so at the end of last year, we both agreed that 2017 needs to be my year of transition to Kirk of the Plains, this new church plant. And so... In August of this year, uh, we'll become a missions church, and we already have a provisional session of men who have agreed to, to serve to oversee us. Currently, we're under the M&A committee of our presbytery, and so uh, my family and I have sold our house in Wichita. We've moved to Andover, and I make the commute then back to, to Wichita, and we're currently raising both prayer and financial support, and I would emphasize we are raising prayer support. You know, people would say, you know, prayer support's important. Um, and I thought, oh yeah, you just really want the financial support. Yes, you do want the financial support, but I'm finding the prayer support is very crucial. So anyway, I would just appreciate anything you guys uh, could do in terms, if you have questions about this, I'll be transitioning as of September 1st. And uh, my hope in all this is not that I have the ability to plant a church but the verse that the Lord gave me when I first started this was Matthew 16, 18, where Jesus says, I will build my church. Brothers, that took a ton of pressure off of me to understand all I had to do was preach the word and shepherd the people and love them and just be an ordinary means grace church. And it's been exciting to see how the Lord has actually been faithful to his word. So thank you. Brother Gary Sinclair. He's right there. I'll be up here to translate for him, for those of you who have a hard time understanding. Tell us about your ministry moving forward. Thanks. Uh, Good afternoon, brothers. Uh, I hope I'm not too difficult to understand, but uh, Dr. Robbins wants to translate, so that's great. Anyway, just uh, thank you for the privilege of just being able to share very briefly of uh, the journey that we're on. Uh, Myself, my name is Gary, my wife is Petula, and we have three children. We are originally from South Africa, born and bred there, and about three years ago, 
Uh, we transitioned to uh, do some further studies at RTS Jackson, and uh, we're going to be finishing up in December of this year. Quite honestly, up until about six to eight months ago, we weren't sure what on earth we were doing here. Uh, and yet, the Lord has slowly and providentially, through a sequence of events, just opened up the door for us to to return to South Africa. Uh, we were approved by MTW in January of this year, and so we hope to go back in the summer of next year uh, to South Africa and uh, to be involved in the training of ministers, but also in terms of some church plant work. Uh, just a, a bit of a history, I was ordained in the Presbyterian Church in South Africa for about 12 years. Uh, as the Lord was uh, at work in my own heart, I found myself uh, struggling more and more at the presbytery and assembly level with confessional doctrinal positions of the church. They're a broadline denomination, pretty much like the PCUSA. That's probably the closest I can uh, describe it. And uh, through, uh, as I said, a sequence of events, uh, we had the opportunity to come across the United States, uh, not knowing whether we're going to stay here or not, but we are going back. Uh, we would really covet your prayers, please. Um, we're going back into an environment where the majority of the mainline denominations, their men are trained, men and women are trained at uh, liberal uh, university settings. Uh, one of the things that I saw uh, while I was in Pretoria uh, was how men would come in on fire just to be able to preach the gospel, and four years later, after this liberal theology, uh, they came out just as dead as doornails. And I think that that was part of the burden on my own uh, heart uh, that the Lord was using to stir me up to be involved in the training of ministers. So the little institution that we're going to be looking at being involved in is called Mukanyu, uh, Mukanyu Theological Seminary. It's in Kwamhlangu. In Mpumalanga, you want to translate? No, okay. Um, but uh, it's just a small little institution, uh, and yet over the last two years, it's planted two more uh, smaller um, uh, facilities in Johannesburg and Pretoria. The Johannesburg Metropole and the Pretoria Metropole is probably in the region of about 8 million people. Um, I would say that there are very few uh, pastors who are being trained in biblical theology, reformed biblical theology. And so it's a great opportunity, but we do obviously need uh, the prayers of the American church. You know what it's like uh, in terms of the battle uh, that lies ahead, and so we would covet that. And if you would like any further uh, in information, uh, I would welcome to sit down with some of you and share that. I'm sure that there are many questions that maybe need to be asked and answered. Okay, thank you.